Hey, I'm Jim Sear. And I'm Jocelyn Yuan. And you're listening to the Avoiding Chores Podcast. Where we talk about a bunch of things that uh, I think in this case happened in the past. That's right, Jocelyn. You know what? Uh, I haven't started to binge on the latest Stranger Things Season 2 on Netflix here. But you brought up something very interesting uh, the other day. Well, there's, uh, there's clearly a resurgence of the 80s in popular culture right now. And I think Stranger Things was one of the first things that, that you know, captured people's imaginations and, wa- and became really popular. But I just finished uh, reading a book called Ready Player One. And uh, for people that haven't read the book, uh, it's also being made into a movie by Steven Spielberg, also a product of the mm. 80s, really. And the book is, and I won't tell you the story of the book, it doesn't matter, but really it's, it's a premise to talk about all things 80s, from talk, talking about movies like The Goonies and TV shows like Knight Rider and Family Ties, and bands like Rush are featured prominently in the, in the book and in the movie as well. It's kind of cool, the, the 80s, and you and I are products of the 80s, so, uh, exactly. so it's, it's coming back big time. You know, and you put up a very good point here, and because, you know, everything, you know, I I find, like, even the other day, I started uh, playing a game on my Apple TV, which is an old shoot-em-up airplane game, very similar to uh, uh, um, Glacken, or uh, one of these just scrolling games, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just just, uh, Zaxxon, or whatever you want. Oh, yeah, Zaxxon, I remember that one. (laughs) But, you know, this brings up a very good point here, which is, you know, what is the best year of the 80s? Oh, wow. Best year of the 80s. I mean, that would be so debatable. Um, the 80s is really the decade for me where I went through high school, graduated high school, really got, you know, my first job, bought my first car, and actually, um, I got the, the first job in the industry that I'm still working in uh, back in 89 at the tail end of the 80s. So, wow. so I, I don't know, like, like the year I got my first car certainly stands out to me as a cool one. Well, you know what? I uh, graduated high school. I got my driver's license. I, you know, uh, you know, as I go back into the years, you know, that's where I, that most of my, the good schooling years, you know, that was all of the 80s. And, and uh, I, you know, I grew up uh, along the, um, this is a funny story. I grew up along the, uh, the U.S. and Canadian border. So I had TV and radio from U.S., right? So I grew up listening to American Top 40, American TV channels from the 80s. And by the time I got into the 90s to get into university in Canada... I was like, I have no idea who you're talking about for these English Canadian artists. I have no idea who, who are who's who's Rush, who's the Box, who's uh, Corey Hart, tragically hit Corey Hart. <laughs> who are these guys, right? Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying because even though I was uh, born and raised in Montreal, I spent um, all my summers just across the border in the U.S. So we were we were very much exposed to uh, to U.S pop culture as well and uh, but th- there was a, enough of an influence and I listened to radio in Montreal I mean you know in a big city and you know CanCon determined that I was listening obviously to, to some of the Canadian music being made at the time exactly so anyway so this is a good one here so I'm just thinking back here you know back to instead of trying to choose 
what was the best year of the 80s. Maybe we can do this in a, in a different series of podcasts. But how about for tonight, we just uh, focus on, you know, some big stuff in the 80s, you know, that happened. Which would explain why we're seeing this resurgence here. So I'm just thinking back, just thinking back, and I'm, I'm just thinking, you know what, uh, Pac-Man was released in the 80s. Huge and game. Really, video games in general. And and going yes. back to my thing about Ready Player One, video games and the mm. early ones and even the ones based in on computers and text adventures, all of those are featured prominently in the book and I, I imagine will be in the movie as well. One of the uh, first things I remember from the 80s that actually shocked me is John Lennon uh, being shot. Oh, really? That happened really early in 1980, right? Wow. You know what? The the only thing I remember from uh, that early, like, 1980 range is uh, looking at National Geographic magazines at Mount St. Helens, the volcano eruption back in Washington State. It's something that we don't really hear about now, but if you go back and maybe if you Google back some of the images, that was a devastating eruption that just wiped uh, the town of uh, uh, I think it was called Helens in Washington State. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, and if if it happened in today's world, I mean Twitter would be non-stop about it for days and days and days and CNN would be on site probably with reporters you know, braving the lava you know, instead of the the hurt. Well, just... well, just think of it. I had to wait, or I waited, or I wasn't aware of it until like a month later when the magazine showed up in the mail. Yeah, no kidding. Crazy, huh? Yeah, it's uh, it was different time. It, you know, the other thing I remember, and you know, talking about computers and video games, I still vividly remember the uh, the controversy a little bit when Time Magazine which they always named their man of the year. First of all, that wouldn't happen anymore. The man of the year is the person of the year now. But they named the computer their man of the year in 1982. Wow. 1982. 1982. The only thing I remember is watching uh, Sunday nights, The Wonderful World of Disney on TV, watching little Mickey Mouse cartoons and little clips from the old Disney movies. Epcot Center. The, 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 the world of tomorrow, the, that geodesic dome and stuff like that. That's, that's one of the big things I remember from that. Ah, there was so much stuff. Remember when, uh, when uh, the famine in Ethiopia happened and uh, Band-Aid in the UK did Do They Know It's Christmas? And then it, would, then it was uh, in the US with USA for Africa. And, oh, my uh, Lord. Yeah. The, big tri- the big tribute songs, right? Every country, every country had to have their own... A lineup of singers to do a fundraiser song, and, and Canada was was not you know left behind. Tears are not enough. Exactly, yep. huge, huge. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, th- that just started really in in the eighties that kind of trend. Yeah, it's really uh, interesting. Ah, uh, and uh, let's see, you know, if I was just keep thinking back here, what was going on here? You know, eighty six is uh well, that was a big year too, you know. Uh, I remember uh, we had half day of school. I was downstairs in the basement watching TV, eating some hot dogs and stuff, playing with my little, you know, DC superhero figurines and stuff because, you know, I was still young back then. But uh, watching on TV, the Space Shuttle Challenger. Ah, wow. Take no off and, and, and explode uh, on flight. Huge. I mean, you know, uh, just trying to think, you know, back then where 
every time our rocket got launched, you know, today now we're, you know, SpaceX, you just read about it. SpaceX flies up and then lands on a cart and we see maybe a little blurb on it. But, you know, that was live TV viewing back then, right? Absolutely. There. And maybe one one of the things to, to close out the 80s, uh, and this one happened in 89, I think it was a big deal for everybody, was... Uh, was uh, seeing Ronald Reagan uh, say to Mr. Gorbachev, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, and the Berlin Wall eventually coming down right in 89 at the tail end of the 80s. And and you know what? That's something that a few years after, probably in the mid-90s, where you start to see some of these movies from East Germany coming out, and, and, and a lot of these movies about trying to get across the wall, and uh, a lot of uh, democracy, a lot of uh, uh, revolt in the world, you know, the Tiananmen Square in China, uh, that was that happened also in 89, um, you know, there's there was a lot of, a lot of demonstrations, a lot of stuff, you know, I don't want to say the New World Order, but the New World Order was that was when that phrase was coming around. You know, it was absolutely. It was the end of the Cold War. It was a big, big deal, and and you know, like we had lived through two decades of of you know with the seventies with the Cuban Missile Crisis and and you know Reagan's Star Wars and like I remember I remember in school doing you know nuclear drills and hiding like hiding under your desk is really going to help you but that's that's what we were taught i mean i i can't even imagine today's kids growing up with that well you know and we go back one last thing in the 80s you remind you, you said something that reminded me of the movie war games where uh you know uh there were uh, I forget the name. Matthew Broderick was playing with this computer, and then all of a sudden thinks it's a real nuclear war, and all these launch sites. And where I grew up was not far from one of the launch sites in Maine, Loring Air Force Base, where we had a couple of silos there. One of the most northern um, in the U.S. Uh, for B fifty two bombers to take off, or B two bombers, whatever. And uh, you know, to know that. It was a different time. I know things are in the news now are kind of uh, are coming up with terms of nuclear you know, conflicts and stuff like that. But, you know, you think about the 80s, that was close to, you know, maybe not as bad in, in the, as it was in the in 60s or 70s or something like that. But, I mean, we, we definitely lived in a different time where there's there's a while that you didn't know. And the worst part, you had that TV miniseries that pretended that there was a nuclear war. And if you didn't catch it, You'd be like, what "The hell's happening?" Yeah, what was it called again? I can't remember. Ah, uh, uh, we'll have to. We'll have to. I think we're going to do a podcast on every single year here of the '80s because we have too much meat. But I think we can talk about it then. But hey, listen, circling back with how we started this podcast, which was about the resurgence of the '80s, and it's funny that the last thing you mention is the movie War Games because it does figure prominently in the, one of the first things we mentioned: the book Ready Player One. If you guys haven't read it, go read it. If you're fans of the 80s or, or you know, just reminisce fondly about that decade, you'll love the book. It's for geeks too, by the way. All right. So, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go and try to get that uh, tonight. All right. I think that will do it for tonight, Jocelyn. And uh, make sure, folks, if you uh, like this episode, uh, make sure you give us uh, five stars or review on your favorite podcast apps, such as Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Uh, or you can find us uh, on Facebook, Twitter, just search for Avoiding Chores, or you can look at past episodes or subscribe to the podcast feed 
at avoidingchores.com.